coming up. It brings that much closure and she can be put to rest. But until that man is put behind bars, I am so glad they found For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Well, we've got a breaking update about the arrest of a man accused in the murder of a Kokomo woman six years after she disappeared. Karina McClurkin was just 18 years old when she disappeared in Indiana back in October of 2016. But police now have a suspect behind bars. The glass is three-fourths full. We're getting there. Baby steps. I think KPPD is doing everything they possibly can with the tools that they have. And I thank them. Wish we could have done something a little bit faster, but they have protocol they have to follow. I'm joined now by Madison Stacy, a reporter at WTHR 13 News in Indianapolis. Madison, thanks for being here with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Madison, let's start with what we know about the last time Corinna McClurkin was ever seen. This was back in October of 2016, right? And the area is Kokomo, Indiana. Give us an idea of where that where that is. Pocono is about an hour north of Indianapolis. Um, it's it's kind of a mid sized town in Indiana, but still kind of has that small town feel, I guess you could say. So, Madison, tell us when she was last seen back in October of 2016. She's last seen October 11, 2016, and she's reported missing by her mother October 13th, so two days later. And can you tell us a little bit about her or what we know about her? I know that she was close with her grandmother um, at the time that she goes missing. It's reported by the family that she had been struggling with a little bit of substance abuse, had been looking to, you know, potentially go to a maybe rehab facility in Florida. Um, but she was really making moves at that point in her life to make a lot of different changes. Um, and unfortunately, she went missing before she was able to make those changes that she wanted to make in her life. So uh, beginning on October 13th, police are notified. And what do we know about the investigation? Where did things go? So the first, when her mom reports her missing on October 13th, she immediately says that she may be with a guy named Vincent Farmer and um, that she may be in danger. And that same day that she goes missing, uh, police go to his apartment, and they he's fairly cooperative, you know, according to their reports. He lets them in, um, but he says that he did not see her on October 11th. Um, he says that he had seen her in an alleyway, but that's despite um, reports that they have from a source that they had dropped Karina off at his apartment um, the day that she was last seen. And not long after she disappears and her mother informs police, Farmer lands in jail, is that right? Yeah, he's brought into jail uh, on drug charges. And that was, uh, my understanding, is just just a month later, November 2016. And, And during that time, he makes some phone calls, and was that eventually part of the investigation? In 2018, they begin looking back at calls he made when he's arrested in 2016. Um, And they look at between 2016 and 2018, um, and they start listening to his calls. At one point, 
they hear some disturbing information. Um, they hear one person kind of telling Farmer that they hadn't found McClurkin yet, and for him to keep his mouth shut and not say anything. And they also see that in another phone call, he's telling a woman to keep her mouth shut about what she saw, and they would not find a body. Um, so he's saying some, um, he's making some statements within these calls that make them suspicious. Farmers eventually let out of prison. Police have gone back and, and listened to some of these phone calls, but there still hasn't been an arrest. And all through these years, since 2016, the family has tried to bring attention to this case. Uh, they have not always felt like it was getting the attention it needed. And there's never been a body either, right? Right. Um, his So her family, over the years, and I, I'm not sure when they start doing this, but they really are... Um, at least her grandmother is really critical of how police have handled um, the case. They kind of throughout the years keep trying to bring attention to the case. Um, and they it's something that they sort of feel they have to do publicly because they don't feel like they're getting the support um, from law enforcement or that it's not um, a priority necessarily for, for law enforcement. Did we learn anything else about the investigation prior to July of this year when police finally closed in on a suspect? The only thing that police say is that they received some type of new information in the fall of 2021 that may have hinted at what happened the day that she went missing. But those police documents are really redacted. So when you go through and read them, it's not sure. It's not... It's not obvious that if they're talking to multiple people, they have one source that they're kind of following over the years. Um, but it's not until this past summer, be June 30th, that they check Farmer's Garage. And what, what, what came out of that search? They found three areas with some blood, and they send those to the Indiana State Police Lab for some testing. But they don't ever really say what information they received that led them to check his apartment or even his garage specifically. So whatever the case, we don't know uh, exactly what the evidence is. As you mentioned, the court documents, the police documents have been heavily redacted, but Flint Vincent Farmer was eventually arrested, the, the man they'd been looking at really since since almost the beginning. Right. And on the day that he is arrested, they don't even say, they don't release the probable cause until two days later, right? So even when he was arrested, I mean, us in the newsroom, we didn't know. They had said that he was arrested in connection with the murder of Karina McClurkin, but they didn't say why because they didn't release the probable cause of that. They just said that they were taking him in. He's is charged with murder at this point, though, and then there's been a, a discovery since his arrest, right? Yes, correct. So he was charged with murder on the 18th, and then on the 20th, they locate some skeletal remains in Miami County, a rural part of Miami County, and they believe that those belong to Karina McClurkin, um, but we don't know that for sure. They've sent that off for testing. I, I've seen some video. You mentioned uh, Karina's grandmother 
has been very outspoken, but she's she's very vocal outside, I believe, outside the courthouse, perhaps, um, following his arrest? Yeah, she ended up telling our reporters that, you know, she felt like her granddaughter had been laying up there for almost six years, but that, and that they knew that, but they didn't act on it and didn't do anything. And it was the reaction that someone had been brought in in this case and charged with her murder after so many years. For a lot of people in the community, they kind of felt a sense of solace from that. But her grandmother said that she didn't, it didn't bring her peace necessarily. My granddaughter's been laying out there for almost six years. They knew it. They did nothing. We want them to be held accountable because they sat on this for five and a half years. Certainly the, the next step in this this story is, is getting some information from investigators about the discovery of these remains and whether that is actually her or not. And we will wait and find out. Unfortunately, I think for the family, it's the wait continues, you know, it's in October, it will be six years since she went missing. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to just continue to wait and see if those remains are do indeed belong to belong to her. Madison Stacy, WTHR in Indianapolis. Thanks for talking to us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. Be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.